When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware, listen at your own risk. Hello, and welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast. I am not your host, V-Lord. <laughs> welcome to the most... Uh, Pop an episode of the Demon Slayer podcast and quite a while. It's more than two people. <laughs> That's right. And you're going to love it because I'm here. Ooh. And Takaki's here. That makes everything better, you know. <laughs> Vilor Janai Zurada. So I guess that's our intro then. Hey, folks. Welcome to the Demon Slayer podcast. Um, yeah, we're here with more than two people for once. We have our friends and technically regular co-hosts even though they haven't been co-host, on in a while just co-host, co-host. yeah you're, you're co-host <laughs> don't snub Sak- me <laughs> sakaki marion put this down on my resume <laughs> god <laughs> sakaki marion say hi. hi i mean we've already said so much more but hello i guess <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be saying that the entire podcast, aren't we? God. But yeah, uh, today we are talking about the final episode of the Swordsmith Village arc, episode eleven, which we all just finished watching, and uh, damn, it was freaking beautiful. Uh, it reminds me why I always say this is my favorite arc. I, I, it is a good, solid arc. That's really interesting because I don't hear many people say that. Didn't Beelers? No, wait, Beelers was was it Entertainment District or was it Source? Entertainment District. Okay, okay. but your yeah, second see, favorite was this one, right? Second favorite is probably Final Arc. Okay, never mind. Yeah, this is my favorite. Entertainment District would be my second favorite. Final Arc would be my third favorite. That's interesting. Like I, That's I would say, I, I mean, it's respectable. I, I don't. I definitely don't want to shit on anybody's opinion. But yeah, I've really, you know, like. Around the internet, I've heard just mostly people kind of not liking this arc. I mean, mine would, I, I guess since we put it out there, I, uh, Entertainment District, Final, and then this. Well, no, I'd actually even say I'd put the, the Spider Family arc over this one. Like, I did enjoy that a little bit more. But I mean, like, pretty much Demon Slayer is a good ride all the way through. Let's be for real. That's true. I might put Mugen Train over uh, the Final arc. I, I had issues with the Final arc. Uh, Laser, did you get to reread it or no? I have not reread it, no. Okay. I read it. I, I'm curious. Yeah, like, I read it, but I read the final arc in literally one day. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just curious, like, if you do get to revisit it, if your thoughts change or not, like, after letting it settle. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind rereading at some point. I was just going to wait for the anime to adapt it and hope that it, 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 it hit better there. That was my plan. Because I did I did reread it, like, uh, maybe, like, a year ago? Um, I forgot what... What was the impetus? But like, I think my main my main problem with the final arc, and and we talked about it when we you know talked about it. But 
My main problem is that there's a lot of cool ideas there that weren't as fleshed out as I felt like they could have or should have been. Uh, it's not bad stuff. None of it is bad. It's just not enough. Like, there's there's certain things that are like, oh, hey, and then this happened. And it's like, oh, uh, I'm specifically thinking of Zenitsu's main thing in the final arc. It's like, that could have been, uh, I, that, that, that had the most setup of everything, but it still, like, came out of left field. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Not, the anime is probably gonna fix everything. We're not fixed, but like improve. I mean, yeah, they're gonna. What it's like in this. Yeah, like I mean, it's like like you were saying to you, Hakusho or JoJo of its like of this era, I guess, because like so yeah. many things, so many things nowadays are animated as they're you know currently running, and Demon Slayer has that kind of advantage. There's no of... such thing as a bad Demon Slayer. Arc. Not not a thing. Yeah, they're they're way too fast. <laughs> I feel like the only one that's like actually long is the last one, but that even then, like in volume format, it's way more digestible. And when you compare it to other final arcs, it's like short in comparison. Yeah, right? no. Yeah, I mean, look sure. at how long MHA's been in its final arc, or like Naruto, oh Bleach. Yeah, yeah, no. It's funny like... because I was like yesterday while I was watching, I was catching up. Uh, I was like two or three episodes behind. I was like, yeah, something about like Kimetsu is like a really good. Uh, like a condensed bleach in terms of like they got the whole they got the squads of of freaking uh swords swordsmen and like everyone has their own cool katanas and shit and like they fight not well not hollows but demons and shit and like i think the fact that like the cast is like colorful enough to like stand out on their own but uh the fact that like the arcs aren't so prolonged that it doesn't get so dry uh it really it works in its favor so well Mm -hmm. yeah i'd agree and i think like they're definitely going to be digging a bit deeper with these upcoming arcs especially since they announced that the hashira training arc is getting a tv anime and the fact that they're calling the next tv anime the hashira training arc has me feeling like they're definitely going to be adding a lot of extra content to fill that out yeah they got to make sure sugita gets paid <laughs> god <laughs> I mean, he's going to be an RRR's dub. He's fine. Yeah. Uh, I'll be making that Bollywood money. <laughs> oh, my God. Hold on. You might be spinned. <laughs> I mean, him and Rengoku. So it's like, they're both making that money. I mean, he got paid this season, too. Shit. I mean, true. Rengo That's true. Rengoku's only dead in, uh, on paper. <laughs> like, Actually, question like, uh, how long ago was it that we recorded the final arc? Like, how many years ago was it? Like, well, like two, three years. Three years. It's been three years. <laughs> Shit, I haven't read the series since then. I'm I'm due for a reread. I'm I'm due for a reread. Yeah. Oh man, I'm due for a reread. One hundred percent. I I do need. It's better. It's better. Yeah. yeah, I think I just need to like blitz through the whole. I mean, maybe that'll convince. I mean, it's been long enough that there are certain things in this season that I'd I've forgotten about. I'm like, oh yeah, that was the thing. I think the only gripe I have that, like, I still am not happy about is, like, the way Nezuko is handled. But besides that, everything else I'm pretty satisfied. I feel like the thing with that, though, is it's so ingrained into the story that it's hard to give her more time. Yeah, literally, you would have to rewrite the story from the beginning for that. Yeah, I felt the very least of the final arc, maybe they could give her an actual fight, but we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, I doubt it. Uh, she's we'll... done more in this arc than she's done in any other arc, so there's that. Yeah, yeah but I, after I... this, like, not so much. I don't know. I think she did more last arc. No, I feel like she does more in the Entertainment District than this. I don't think so. What did she do? Entertainment District? I mean, like, she did more in this arc in that she was actively involved in the fight. I guess. Yeah, that's fair. Because, like, 
The entire time this big fight was going on, she was involved in the fight. That's not always true. And it wasn't true in Entertainment District. I don't know. I guess I guess the only thing I remember, like, even, like, I, I was, like, half-binging this season because I, I couldn't watch it every week. Um, the only thing that, like, literally stood out to me was, like, the end, and then, like, uh, toward the end, also, like, where the, the fire, well, you know what she does with the fire. <laughs> burning sword. Right, burning the sword. I mean, she, um, during, if you want, like, little things, like, early on in the fight, she, she keeps Tondra from getting blown away. She goes and helps Genya. She's there in the fight the entire time. She and Tanjo go back and forth, passing out, grabbing each other and running. Um, she's there when, um, when, when the things are going on with Conroji. She's there at the end. She's she's the one that does the thing this episode that I'll wait till we actually talk about. She's constantly doing things in this in this arc. It's, it's beautiful. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's fair. I just, I, I guess, I don't know. It's just this, this art like, just in, didn't... in Entertainment District, which I like. I love Entertainment District. But in Entertainment District, she has one big scene where, where she gets hushabied and put to sleep, and that's the end of it. I mean, yeah, I guess that's fair. But I mean, I guess I like, just, this arc overall just didn't, like, I don't know. It just kind of felt bloated. I mean, I don't know if it's just the anime, because again, I haven't read the manga since we pretty much record but it's definitely the anime okay, making yeah. it bloated yeah this this arc just really felt bloated so like i i will admit they did like not a lot need of to split Moishiro's thing into like two episodes yeah okay that that okay good somebody else agrees on that but i mean like i i will say the manga well i can't talk too much about the manga because again i don't remember much I mean, about it i know it, but... that i'm in the minority opinion here but i'm just giving my reasons yeah no no that's no no yeah yeah no I, i'm not like discounting you at all i this is no, like me, I'm, I'm like, not personally like the anime is like i think honestly i think uh entertainment district art anime also was like a little bloated in terms of just like i get what they're doing and honestly like it, it's working as well like uh when it comes to like being more accessible and having like the the anime only is like understand more and like kind of slowing the pace down a bit uh it works but then like it does part of the appeal for me while reading the manga is the fact that it's so snappy and like maybe some of the some of the things don't need to be like really grand like emotional moments all the time uh because some of the things i, I think a lot of the things in demon slayer are like pretty simple and basic um they don't need like a like a huge fanfare in order to like because at the, at some point it feels like um how do i explain this i feel like uh, it, uh i don't know i i've Sometimes it feels like um, I'm watching not I was going to say like Sesame Street, but like something aimed at kids where it's just like like a really basic point. Like, oh, yes, people should have empathy because that's good. And I'm just like, yeah, true, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But that's just me, though. I get what you're. I, I get what you mean. Like there, there isn't a really a need to really stop and pontificate on every single point. I get point. what you're like, saying. Yeah, like that's I. Th that's kind of the the that's kind of the feeling i got like i mean i will say overall this arc was just kind of like i mean even in the manga to me like i'm not gonna say i disliked it but it's just like i don't know i i just feel like there wasn't much for me to really grasp upon because like we had the whole thing with muichiro and kanroji but i feel like neither one of them were like strong stand enough out. to yeah stand out enough to really like to really be like something i can kind of grasp upon and be like okay i'm interested in what's going on with them mostly it's just kind of like it just feels like i want them to get back to tanjiro like what's I think going on with him this is their personalities don't really like have like main character energy 
Yeah, yeah. They're they're not Jobos. like at least uh, at least with uh, Rengoku is pretty commanding. Um, Uzui is like his whole thing is being flashy, so standing out and stuff. Um, yeah, Muichiro yeah, like, is like uh, Boo, the absence of emotion and shit. And then like uh, Kenroji is like, oh yeah, bubbly girl who wants to get here. And like I get it. Yeah, you're, they're not Joe Bros. We're like the Joe Bros. Like in Jojo. <laughs> oh my god. But, I mean, yeah, oh, Yasuo and Kimetsu would have been fucking Kino. <laughs> Oh my god. God, Takaki, <laughs> please put him in there somewhere. He's gotta fit in somewhere. <laughs> Wait, you might be onto something. What if what if he voices a character in one of the future arcs? That would be sick. God, I I need Takaki and Demon Slayer. I mean they've got every other like major voice actor in this show, and it feels weird that he's not in it. Is Horikawa in Demon Slayer? No. Okay, yeah, there's another one. Okay, there's another one. I mean, boy needs to be in One Piece too, because it's weird that everybody else from Dragon Ball has been in that except him. <laughs> He's gonna be you. <laughs> God. Oh my God. But yeah, like, um, but overall, no, I don't. I, I definitely don't want to make it sound like I, I was displeased with this arc. Like, no, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely feels like it feels like to me, and to compare it to another series, I guess it kind of feels like to me like like uh um, JoJo like part three of JoJo, where it's like the beginning. And some parts of the middle were okay, but it was the beginning and the end that were like super good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And it's it's weird to think about though, because like even though it's the same amount of episodes, of Entertainment District and Entertainment District Arc is less chapters. This feels slower just because I think less happened per chapter in the manga. And I think at this point, Gotage's art became like Gotage's chapters became a lot more art heavy rather than being filled with dialogue too. So it became like a it's a less ideal combination for this arc because the pacing is a lot different in we the were, manga. We itself. were talking about this, like, uh, like after after the sun came out, we're like, "Whoa, color!" Like, I think the fact that uh, the setting was like pretty monotonous at some point, like once they were like in the forest fighting the the two, uh, I was gonna say the two uh, Kizuki, like it, we did not really have much of a change of setting throughout that whole fight until like pretty much the the very end. I think that is what really kind of like set the monotony in for me. Mm, yeah, I yeah, can see we... that. Um, I didn't, I didn't share your guys' issues, but I see them. I see where you're coming from. I just, for me, yeah. those weren't didn't outweigh the positives, but I get it. Those are definitely things that happened. Tell us more about like what was like really positive for you, lasers, so I get your POV more. Um, well, I mean, like I said, the fact that Nezuko got so much to do compared to any other arc at least up to this point where she was constantly involved i really enjoyed morichio's backstory and learning more about tokuto and you know what was going on with him seeing him grow as a character and alongside him seeming seeing his uh little swordsmith friend grow as a character because when we first meet him he's all like uh, I, I hate you. I hate you all. You're all jerks. And then he goes, uh, then he gets really supportive as, you know, the story goes along. They kind of mm-hmm. grow together and they kind of complement each other's growth. It's really fun to watch. Um, if there's a down point, I would have to give it to Conroji. Conroji's great. I love Conroji and I love seeing her enthusiasm. And I did really like in the anime where we got to see Obanai with her a little bit. That was, that was really oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. That was something that I um I remarked upon last week or the last podcast rather, which was recorded. Um, <laughs> uh, that I really thought was really well done, and that's something I like about the anime as altogether. Is there's a lot of expansion on what's going on because the manga is great. 
I, I'm not going to say anything bad about the manga, but the anime adds a lot of context to things. Um, they did this really well with Entertainment District uh, with Uzui and his wives as well. Um, and they did that here with uh, with uh, Konroji and Obanai. But she, other than the fact that she is a complete and total badass, we didn't get much out of her. She's just kind of there. Although seeing that sword in animation was great. Oh my gosh. I, I did not fully yeah, understand that was what was good. going on till we saw that so it, it was visually this whole arc is visually stunning but that's normal for demon slayer at this point um i really enjoyed watching more detail on Haganesca because up until this arc Haganesca is a joke Haganesca shows up chases tondra around screams at him for breaking his sword ha ha ha, ha funny thing in True. this arc we really see he really is just super dedicated to his craft and he doesn't hate Tondro. He just doesn't know how to express himself. We were, again, character growth. This whole arc is about character growth. Characters grow and change in this arc more than any other, really. Um, they, they, even Tondro, like, he's coming into this. And he's just like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to get my sword. And then we were talking about it in this episode. He, he, well, we're watching it. He's like, I'm not going to give, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to be a bystander. I'm going to act. And you want to talk about character growth again? Let's look at Nezuko. Nezuko does the awesome thing and sacrifices herself, or at least as far as she knows, to get Tondro to, to go save the day. There's so many great character moments in here. I don't understand why people don't like this. Yeah, I think in uh, in perspective, like it, uh, that makes a lot more sense. I think I came in with not expectations, um, because to be honest, like, even when I was like rereading, I don't, I don't, I don't like the characters in this arc that much. Uh, like the focus characters in Muichiro and, uh, Muichiro and Kenroji, I don't really care that much for them. So like, I already came in with like a bias and I think that kind of just, it was in the back of my head the whole time while I was watching. That's probably what colored my, uh, opinion. That's understandable. Um, I, I quite like them, but if you don't like them, then yeah, I mean, they're major focus points, so... That would definitely make say, it difficult. Like, the banter was good. Like I, I enjoyed the dialogue a lot, especially like um in the second half of the Muichiro fight, whenever he just keeps talking shit to uh Oh god, that's guy. so great. That shit was funny. Like that's exactly like what you need for like a deadpan character to like whenever they're like ripping off someone else and like doing it's not it's not straight man comedy. But it kind of is, where it's just like the response. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So For me, uh, I really like Tokuto because when I first read Tokuto, because you know everybody hates Tokuto at first, at least I hated him at first. But when he went through his growth arc, I followed that. I saw what led him to be the way he was, and I saw him get out of that. But then use that as a way against the demons. Oh God, he's so, he he became so much fun to watch. I I could not cheer for him. Yeah, I don't like. I don't. I don't. I don't I'm not going to say like I hate anyone. It's just like not like my favorite, basically. Like, um, I mean, I, like, no, not my favorite either. I, I'm a Zenitsu guy, and I was happy to see him in this episode. But yeah. he, Zenitsu's not here, and Osuke's not here. It is a little bit of an oddball arc in that sense. Yeah, if if there were more in Osuke, I might be happier. 
I can see that. I uh, definitely can see that. And I, I, I will, I do, I kind of wish we had an Oskanzanitsu here, but on the other hand, them not being here allowed them to do things that they wouldn't have been able to do had they had been here. So it's, it's kind of, it's a, it's a different side of demon slayer. I, I'm yeah. also that weird guy that likes the, the political arc and attack on Titan and doesn't really like the rest of it. So I like the, the, the more character focused stuff. That makes sense. I do say, like, I will say like, um, the inclusion of Genya helped a lot because I always found him like interesting. Uh, yes. Like the fact, yes. Like the fact agreed. that um, there are so many like, uh, parallels and through lines of like si- siblings and stuff, and like the fact that like oh yeah, Tokito's sibling died, um, China yeah. was protecting his, everyone else died in his family, and then uh, Genya's is still alive. They're actually like they work for the same organization, but uh, because of like how because of like how their up up upbringing uh, happened, like there's they're like on such a they're, they're they don't have a good relationship, and like I think having that like. Having that side of like uh, like a familial relationship uh, in a show where it's all about like uh, protecting your connections and like making sure um, uh, like saving people from demons and stuff and like making just like the, finding the good in people. But then there's this one like super sourpuss who like he is just so angry and so frustrated and like I it, it's very humanizing. I think having a, someone like that. Uh, so I appreciated his presence. Yeah, no, I, I, I did, like, almost, not forget, but, like, Genya was part of this. I think that out of, like, the characters that we did have this song. Never forget But, yeah, no, Sorry. I think I, I feel like his story was, I don't know, I connected most to his story more so than Kanroji or Muichiro's, just because it is just, it does feel the most human. Especially with, I mean, to be fair looking at it from a perspective of somebody who has read the manga and knows why um Sonami is the way he is um that you know he's basically trying to get his brother out of this like he, he didn't yeah. want him to be involved in any of the, any of this and he just has a really shitty way of instead of just saying bro listen I just don't want you to be in danger he just yells at him and stuff and you know that that whole trope so knowing having to be fair, having that no having that background helps. Like if I went into this blind and didn't know that, you know, I might feel completely differently. But I just feel like Genya was the one I kind of connected to most. And he just it's like he adopted his brother's like behavior because that's all he knows. Wow. Are you turning this into a nature versus nurture? Okay. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's kind of interesting that you bring that up, too, because I feel the same thing happens with Muichiro in a way, where, like, Muichiro takes up the personality of Yuichiro after, like, being disconnected from them. Yeah, I can see that. That's that's an interesting parallel. Yeah, I I can't really say why it works. With with Genya's case, it works with me more. Maybe it's because his brother is still alive, so that actually, that there's that, like, um, that, that angle of it. But it just that uh, over Muichiro and Yuichiro, Genya and Sanami's like relationship, just like that one. I, I like that. I connected more to that than you, you know, know the other I'm brothers. just gonna say it. Muichiro's hair sucks. <laughs> should have, you should have had a better character design. Then I would have cared. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> that boy is ugly. <laughs> get, get this man a Dominican barber stat. <laughs> I will say, I will say, like just just with his characters on it, I I don't like how his, that thing that his hair does on the sides, 
like the long hair i'm down for i'm okay with that but like it, that shit but it's just oh i think it's awesome <laughs> but they the thing that it does on this taisho japan come on <laughs> god god <laughs> uh uh okay but yeah i mean like but yeah, welcome to the demon slayer podcast where we say very strange things <laughs> but they're all true <laughs> yeah god my god hey man after my clip during the live thing uh about pride month i think you can say anything and get away with it true <laughs> <laughs> Nishiro is ace thank you <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, we, we've talked a lot about the arc itself, um, but we should probably talk specifically about this episode, and uh, I guess start with like the chase scene that we have at the beginning, where we have our little bitty mouse-sized Hatengu running away from an angry Definitely Tanjiro. Definitely needs Void bird like... Someone saw um, episode two, where uh, Tanjiro was running down the mountain, and then the, the AD for that part was like, alright, hold my beer. <laughs> Either that or we need Amperin's uh, video he made for Nezuko, but put it over this instead. <laughs> yes. Yeah, some straight up Benny Hill music as they're running through the forest. <laughs> I I kind of need it. But yeah, no, like the, uh, like we were oh, saying. Oh, there you go. That's what we need for this. Yakety sacks. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, no, no. I was just going to say, like, this whole season has had great, like, camera work. Like from the first episode with the the fortress to just Tanjiro chasing oh, mini yeah. mini me through the forest, like yeah, yeah, no, it's like I think especially in this episode though they really went all out. Just the the different angles that they use, the first person perspective, and a lot of the chase shots and walking shots. It's like, damn. <laughs> This yeah, looks so like, sick. I, we were before we watched the episode. We also had the uh, I, I shared yeah. the credits in our Discord, and like, there's a shit ton of animators for this episode, and they did. They all put in work. They they all cooked. So like, it's insane. I mean, it, it looked really good. They're not the only ones cooking in this episode of Demon Slayer. That is true. Tanjiro did some cooking. Tanjiro did some cooking too. <laughs> 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 oh my god but no seriously the animators absolutely went nuts yeah i want to shake the the compositor's hands because that lighting was primo yeah oh yeah uh, oh even for deep even as far as demon slayer goes this was some good lighting like this show's always had pretty decent like that going on for it like and even the whole muzon flashback being in like sepia i'm not sure if that's the term or black and white monochrome monochrome yeah my oh, bad. That, that was that, yeah, that was it was like oh i know what you mean because it, it was also like watercolor i think yeah 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 it wasn't just, it wasn't just black and white. yeah it wasn't just straight black and white but like yeah i like that that you know the parallel of him talking about how he can't go in the sun and like his party episode is has no color like i, I really like that that touch yeah me too mm-hmm but also, we need to talk about the voice acting as well. Voice acting was, like, very solid. Laser was going on about, like, the, the directing, especially when uh, Nezuko was, like, basically learning how to speak again. That was really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Nezuko's talking again, but she's not, like, talking normal. She's, like, struggling to speak. 
And it's like, she's trying to remember how to do this. It's not that she doesn't know what she's saying. It doesn't, it's not that she doesn't understand. She can clearly understand other people, but she hasn't talked in so long. She's trying to remember how to do it. It's just like, wow, that's impressive. Yeah, the vocal cords are, they gotta be warmed up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and it's not just that. There's, there's, you know, muscle memory involved. It's, it hasn't been used. And so far, she's just repeat. She's just repeating things that she's heard. So, like, and I, and I like that, that, that also as well. Like, I mean, it, yep, it's yep, kind of like, thank goodness, Yokata. Yeah. Yokata. Yokata. It really makes you wonder how much they're saying thank goodness in at this least, series. At least nineteen. <laughs> We we need to just go through the we just need to go through this thing again and there count There just needs each to be time. a character in Demon Slayer in the same goodness if you like um you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just need to read through we just need to rewatch it and just have a counter and every time you know you we got, just hit the counter. counter. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> but yeah, and then like Tanjiro's like the sound he made when he was like stuck between going after a demon and protecting Nezuko. Like uh, Hana is always. Holloway's always like amazing to listen to, but this episode, this like, God. Bag, bro. yeah, man, I I can't imagine what anime onlys are going through in that moment. Like in the manga, it's bad, but it's worse in the anime because they just draw the thing out. They give you flashbacks to Tanjiro and Nezuko, reminding you what she means to him, and it's just like, oh my God! If you have no idea, you are just going to be in a mess. Yeah, I, I love the soundtrack for the whole episode, except for that one bit where it started sounding like Sawano, it got electronic out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> stick stick to the stick to the the biwa and like the old yeah, the yeah the traditional traditional instruments. Yeah, me and Marion have opinions about Sawano. <laughs> They're not good ones. <laughs> they are good, but he's not. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, All right, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That is how the Demon Slayer podcast got destroyed by its fan base. I mean, hey, listen, if you like Sawano, no, I'm not going to continue that thought. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, what is it? Cyanide. Oh my God. Kitty, 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 kitty. God. In Minecraft. In Minecraft. <laughs> God. We at the Demon Slayer podcast do not endorse cyanide. <laughs> also, for the record, I like someone. Do not. Else, so, no matter what is going on, do not use cyanide to solve your problems. If you're if you're if you're a, a Sawano fan because of Xenoblade, you are forgiven. Use bleach or to solve your problems. Okay. Yeah, that one's fine. Yeah, use use Shout bleach to, to solve your problems. Yeah. True, um, Sagisu. Where he's? Where's he? <laughs> where the so moral bleach. needed him the most. But, 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 but bleach like, has a pretty good anime now. I mean, now? He, he, well, yeah, you're right. He's now. <laughs> God, <laughs> I said that deliberately. I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, we're all over Bleach, the place. But... You mean Kimetsu? <laughs> well, what's what's Demon Slayer? I don't know, but yeah. In all seriousness, um, well, let's move on to kind of the critical scene of this episode, where we see our little Nesco burning up, and Nesco chucks Tanjiro like he's a chuckster person I, I don't know i'm thinking of like super mario sunshine where like the pit does like <laughs> throw mario around and say i'm a chuckster God. i love that actually hold on <laughs> oh, that's great oh man well, now, I, now i need to sit down with sunshine you've you've convinced me to finish playing that now <laughs> 
I like that. Uh, that that scene was the, what showed us that this episode was sponsored by Nivea and Smart Water. <laughs> God, yes. Yeah, make sure you, your skin is hydrated. Exactly. You know, you used to you know cocoa butter and all that. I I loved how that scene. We we had our own running joke about Nezgo pointing and other people pointing because the McRib is coming back. Yes. <laughs> Instead of God's Tundra, it's a McRib. I was just gonna say, like I was, uh, you know, obviously at that point of the episode, like, um, Hatengu is getting away, um, uh, and like Tanjiro, like Nazuko's burning up, so like Tanjiro's sitting there and he's like, okay, which he he has a trolley problem here, <laughs> and like, but yeah, no, he he has like a Demon Slayer trolley problem here, and it's like, um, and yeah, t- t- uh, Nezuko basically eats him towards Hatengu and I mean to give uh, to give him credit like the whole reason why he's doing this is for his sister and he he still goes he still does his duty like once he gets yeeted that's all he he just needed that push to go forward true and... where was where was she during Mugen Train sorry <laughs> yeah I mean she was there she headbutted him to wake I him up <laughs> I meant I meant when Sandra had to go after Akaza Oh, that's fair. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of, that was also a parable we pointed out during the episode. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like that, you know, he yelled at Akaza. And I mean, he started out doing that with no, Hatengo, too. <laughs> like, he started. Sorry, sorry. I keep interrupting. Take responsibility. Take responsibility for your actions. Only time. Any other hero would be like, screw you, die, Tondra, take responsibility. <laughs> Get uh, your him. ass back here. Why do you too? He's the best boy. Wow. It's your hammer, Boji. It's hard to hard to pick. Yeah, no, I mean like that. I it, it was it was a nice parallel to that. Cause like Tanjiro, you know, we he we know he'll say what's on his mind, and that's part of what makes him, you know, such a good boy. But like twice, you know, we had the you know, obviously Mugen Train, where he's yelling at the cause oh, and yeah. he's doing the same thing with Hatengu at first, and you're thinking that maybe it's going to happen again, where it's like, in this arc, he, he has a lot of big words, but he doesn't actually get a chance to back them up, and, but no, he does, and thanks to uh, Nezuko, he does actually have a chance to actually back up what he's saying. Slice him and dice him. Yeah, he cooked. I like how uh, in that, like, final slash, like, he's still aimed for the knife, that was pretty broad. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Yeah. No, go ahead, V-Lord. Oh, no, I was just gonna say, like, the... When he's, like, aiming for the neck there, Tanjiro, against, like, Hatengo, too, it's, like, the way they animate the blade cutting through the flesh is, like, it looks way too good for something that's, like, supposed to look, like, extremely painful. It was much too big to be called a Sakura. It was much more massive. (laughs) (laughs) Much sharper. More frames. (laughs) god i i can't i can't like i i love that i that the, the reference to that line is ruined to me forever because all i can do is picture and i kept doing it throughout the episode making gintama references but gintoki dressed as cloud strife saying that line <laughs> like sorachi's just he's uh, you know what marion passed aside and i <laughs> oh god sorry bro I don't, I don't got access to that i don't i don't have narcotic access <laughs> but no like no like yeah the sakuga for that like it was very satisfying 
like a lot of the 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 head the the de decapitations of Demon Slayer are, but like that one was especially so. Especially since we and we talked about it a lot where Hatanga was like, "Don't bully me," and he's like bullying people. Yeah, he's like, "Don't bully the weak. Don't bully the weak while I go and bully the weak." If you're gonna bully the weak, follow my example. <laughs> Here's how it's done. <laughs> Take art. Nah, I... Try this at home, <laughs> kids. <laughs> Oh my god, you know all those kids in, in elementary school in Japan watching demons are like, hey, don't bully the weak, pushes you into the sand. <laughs> <laughs> I learned it from Demon Slayer, Dad. Demon god. Slayer? I guess that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, we watched DBZ. <laughs> and we gave each other black blues. <laughs> We tried to spare Frieza, and he, and he didn't learn. True. <laughs> I, I think what we're all trying to say is someone's really tall. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, something about the Sakuga that I really like. I'm sorry, the animation. Uh, <laughs> but the a lot of the a lot of the action cuts, um, they're pretty typical. But like Velour said, the execution is just so good. I think uh, something about it is like the timing, um, like. One one particular frame that really stands out to me is when, uh, like, okay, the sequence of like the the sword getting thrown after um one of the one of the masked guys I think takes it from Haganazuka and throws it at Tanjiro and like from that moment on like uh where it's like spinning and then uh slams right into the ground with that sound um and then he picks it up Tanjiro picks it up and he does like the the on your mark pose uh where he's about to like get ready to bolt and he's like getting his, his legs ready um that pose is so fucking good because then immediately like he does like he does like the zenitsu thing with like the the breath of lightning or breath of thunder or whatever uh where he's just like dashing forward and like mm -hmm. the pause between like him being in that pose to like uh jumping to uh like like him running it looks so like dynamic um and a lot of that energy is like retained throughout uh any of any of like the big motions like sword slashes or um what with like the once the sword makes contact and uh the the frame cuts to like the other side and you see like the the what is it called like the the side view where you you, you see the cross section of like the the body getting sliced oh yeah the profile yeah, the profile and the cross section is what I was thinking. Of. Like where, yeah, like you okay, get, to, yeah. you see like the the inside of the body or whatever. Um, a lot of that is really cool. It reminds me of like, there's a lot of animation out there that like, kind of, it kind of tries to do that, but like they they don't really nail it, and it feels really disorienting. In particular, I'm thinking of um, forgive me for saying this, but a lot of Naruto Shishida's cuts in One Piece that they, they feel like way too jerky for me. Like it just goes like. Like, woo, 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 like back and forth and shit and I, I don't really like that this feels like a lot it's it's smooth snappy and doesn't feel um like the camera's not like jerking my eyes everywhere yeah no no I get what you're saying I get what you're saying like yeah I mean every cut feels deliberate and um I can see it yeah yeah no I, I get what you're saying mechanically cut with tw twice or hundred times folded Japanese steel <laughs> I mean, like, probably the most satisfying, satisfying, like, cut in the episode was, like, when he finally got to Hatengu and just, he didn't just cut him his neck, he, like, had to cut through him several times to get yeah. to the core. That was, like, 
Tanjiro putting his entire chest into that. And I'm like, you don't get to see him do that much. So, like, I mean, the you, you could tell the pain of him rushing through him, of, like, having to sacrifice his sister to do this. Like, it resonated. Yeah, that shit was pretty baller. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, sometimes you just need to see a good, uh, 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 you know, a good character just go ape shit. You could definitely hear it in his voice, you know? Oh, yeah. His balls dropped for that one second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah. didn't you miss me, guys? Didn't you miss me? <laughs> I mean, honestly, for real, yeah, we have. Good. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, this episode is just, like, so well-crafted. Like, I feel like overall the production in this season has been pretty solid, but I think this was a really good way to go out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will say the pacing of this episode is really good. We were talking about it also toward the end that like the fight itself like ends after like the halfway point and the rest is just like wrapping things up and that was really needed um in order to like really get uh get, get it, to really feel like it paid off because i feel like a lot of action shows just try to get away with just making the climax the the action at the end and then like just the last like five two minutes or whatever is like resolution and like uh like just talking and shit yeah and, you like, want here, you want to get the good time with that denouement Right. You got to let the scene breathe. Um, mm. Not too much, but, you know, just enough. It was because of that that we got the, the Muzan stuff. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, actually I think... really afraid we we're going to, like, kill with him and be like, all right, leaving the rest of the next season. <laughs> no Muzan yeah, backstory no, I was for actually, you. I was actually, like, because when they announced the, the runtime would be 70, episodes, 70 minutes. Well, 70 episodes. 70 episodes. Oh my God. <laughs> like, it'd be... It was 70 minutes. I mean, it was actually 50, but like I had wondered what they would do. And so I was really happy that they actually did include the Muzan thing. And it didn't feel like it was like a huge because they resolved the fight um, so early on in the episode. Well, not even early on. Halfway is yeah. a good point for that. But because yeah, they like honestly, that, yeah, it, it felt the, right. The, the, to the go first episode that was also double length this season, I felt the length I didn't hear. Yeah, I agree completely. Yeah, I could agree completely. I agree completely. Now this, like, I, I remember saying at the end, I'm like, wait, this was a double length episode. It didn't feel like it. Yeah, yeah I think, um, yeah, like I said, like letting things breathe and like uh, having scenes. Like, you know what's funny? Like when uh, when Nezuko's face showed up in the sunlight, I'm like, I did. I don't think I said it, but like as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, I remember that panel where I was reading it weekly and that was, like, the end of the chapter and I got so mad because I'm like, what the fuck happens next? <laughs> and then, like, here, it's like, oh, no, we, we just keep going. And I'm like, ah. Uh, no no emotional constipation for me. <laughs> like, shout-outs to the writing staff who, oddly, with Demon Slayer, there's no, like, dedicated writer credited. It's just UFO table. That's fucked up. So, like, uh, yeah, that's one thing I've noticed with this show. I've never seen that with any other anime where there's, like, no writer. Sounds like another tax. <laughs> tax write-off. <laughs> they wrote off the writers. Yeah, no, but, like, if you if you go check out the credits for the show, like, most anime have something that, like, a series composition, which is the head writer, essentially. But this show doesn't. And that's always, found, I've always found that really weird. So, but I mean, I, I don't know who does it. Maybe it's the director, because sometimes you have the director that doubles that they direct the animation, also write the scripts. But I don't know. But they usually still credit that person. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
so like yeah but either way like the series composition for this i mean the the script for this episode was like really well done like like from a voice acting standpoint and from a pacing standpoint because like i didn't feel at all like this is a perfect like if we don't get another season for a little while i'm i'm okay with where it left off especially yeah. the the final moments of the episode where it's like tanjiro's leaving and it's like the like there there isn't the big cliffhanger or anything it really is just like the 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 the, the people the citizen the citizens of the village or they're all cheering him as he leaves and i mean that that was that that was so important to me cuz like this boy has been through a lot and it's like i feel like the arcs before now have either left off on a cliffhanger or with just everybody just like in really bad condition it, they won but at what cost <laughs> so true it, it felt it felt good to have like a one arc where it was just like you know Tanjiro's still beaten up and everything like that but you know he got a send off like a, re- a heroic send off and i think he deserved that yeah i guess thinking about it like an entertainment district we never really see them leave the entertainment district they kind of just start tearing themselves up like in the rubbles of all the ruins but we don't see what happened to the people or like what happened to the area <laughs> so it's like it's good that we kind of got that like closure yeah. to like the swordsmith yeah, village exactly. here. that's what yeah that's what i meant to say you know uh m- much better much succinctly yeah it was much more succinct how you put it but yeah um yeah that's what i mean like it feels like because you know the first series ended with them getting on the mugen train <coughs> the mugen train didn't it end like with uh that ended with um Rinkoku's death right yep and barely some harsher reactions and that was pretty much it yeah yeah, and then like um then we get like the beginning of um Entertainment District is when we get the like fallout of Rengoku's death. Yep. Yeah. Which and then, yeah. Like I mean uh, there's I, nothing... that's why I was afraid they were gonna do that sort of thing again where we don't yeah, get the fallout yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean there's nothing but we wrong did, with that. and I'm really glad that we did. Yeah, no, there's there was nothing wrong with that. I don't want to make it sound like that was bad. No, it wasn't it's not like it's a Yeah, it's not a failing of the series. I actually kinda like that they open up with that, though. I would have also been okay if the movie had ended with them kind of like dealing with the fallover and Goku's death. But I, I also get why they didn't do that. But I like that. Like, like, I guess what we're all just saying that we agree on is that it was nice to get that resolution. Like if Demon Slayer hadn't got another season confirmed, then I'm not saying this would have been the perfect place to end, but at least it would have felt like we got some kind of finale, you know? Yeah, yeah, like the, the there are long-term plot threads but the immediate plot threads are all re- resolved at Yeah, least. exactly. I would have been I would have been fine with like, you know, I mean, I don't know when the next season will be on, like I don't know what the what is the gap between each one. Like it was actually we we got this season a lot faster than we got the last one. Yeah, the last one was like a year and a half ago maybe. Yeah, yeah, a year and a half. Yeah, something like that. Because like um, Mugen Train was like a year later. Cause I remember the end. the The first anime ended in September. No, you gotta you gotta realize that like Mugen Train was I think right before or like right during pandemic. That's yeah, it was right during pandemic. Yeah, that, yeah. that does. Yeah, no, that, yeah. That, yeah, no, I yeah, and I understand that. Like I am saying that, but like, do you? Yeah, I. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't, don't worry about. It. Okay. <laughs> good. Good. Marion said the this. line. Marion said the line. Don't worry about it. It's it's not a. It's not. It's not Marion. <laughs> it's not Marion without that. But yeah, looking at it though, it was about a year between Entertainment District and, and then this, so, so like a year or so between um the first series and Mugen Train, right? Okay. So, wow, yeah, they're doing basically. MHA better than MHA. 
Oh, sorry, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I'm also a co-host on the MHA pod. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. No beef here. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm with. I'm right there with you. Although I'm really behind on the manga right now. I need to go on MHA pod so I can spit about the anime beef kid. <laughs> Don't do that to Kendra. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. But yeah, no. I mean, so I guess it's likely we'll get the next one in a year or so. So I mean, UFO Table's got a pretty decent schedule. I I hope that just them having a bunch of animators on this final episode was just because they wanted to make it look just have that much polish and not because the schedule is breaking down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like given what the final product looks like, it definitely feels like the amount of effort that went into this definitely seems to have paid yeah, off at the very yeah. least. I mean, I, I, I'm assuming, like, because they have a year in between each thing, and, I mean, is UFL Total doing a lot of other things right now? Not really. They're doing a uh, Witch on the Holy Night film, but I don't think that's coming out for a little bit. I mean, unlike Bones, at least, which I guess they are doing, like, other shows, like, at the same time as MHA. Um... So I guess mm. it makes... Oh yeah, they also have the Genshin Impact show coming out. Oh, I forgot them. about that. Huh. You mean but... Genshin in pants? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to refer to it that for that from now on. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's my new favorite thing. I'm, I'm like a five-year-old who just heard his dad curse. <laughs> no i'm not gonna say that because genshin impact fans are crazy and they'll kill me <laughs> but um true yeah they are <laughs> they paid for the internet at anime and oh, that one mihoyo con <laughs> yeah no if they're willing to do that then no i, I don't stand a chance against them so no no never mind. Yeah, you can never <laughs> compete with chi- china money <laughs> True. Anyway, Milosh, please. Yeah, do we have any other like thoughts about this episode? Anything that's burning us inside that we want to keep ablaze? Um, I want to shout out Laser. I think I have come around. I think I'm gonna rewatch this arc in like maybe like six months, uh, and I will probably come with more appreciation for it. Yeah. Okay. I've been there. Been there. Um, if I was to say anything, it's just wow. They really made it all. Everything was done so well, all put together. It's a greater, greater than some of its parts. Its parts are amazing, as amazing as it could be without Inosuke. But yes, <laughs> I mean Inosuke was there very early on. He, we got to find out that he's a honey badger. He don't give a shit. Also true. <laughs> I, I, I just need to reread the manga at this point. I mean, like that's the one thing that was going through my mind the entire time I was watching this arc is just like god it's been so long since i've been away from the manga like this might be i mean marion and Velor. no i haven't read jump in like two years <laughs> so this might be the and thing you're that so might... much happier i am actually except when i get fucking chainsaw man spoilers on my anyway i'm gonna i'm gonna rant and i don't, don't want to rant i'm not gonna rant see sakaki this is why you have to just go read zom 100 instead and join the simon I pub will, gang actually. for that i do need to get on that honestly but yeah, no, I, this might be the thing that makes me open up a jump, the jump app for the first time in two years and just maybe reread Demon Slayer. I don't even have to I do that. I thought that was bad. I've been a couple of months. Yeah, no, I haven't <laughs> read it. I, I just stopped reading Jump two years ago, and it's just... I mean, there have been times where I've thought about going back to read it again, but then I just don't. I understand. For me, it's been a couple of months. Like, I, I, I keep forgetting to, to deal with it. It's just like, oh yeah, I have this. 
All I read is like One Piece, and then like every couple months I read MHA to catch up. And then uh, uh, if I read... uh, uh, MHA every couple of months to catch up is usually me, and then I, I occasionally read other things. Yeah, I want to catch up on Undead Unluck, but then like I think uh, the only other thing I'm reading right now that I'm still behind for like a month is like uh, uh, what is, what is it called? The Rakugo one. Oh, Akane Banashi. Akane Banashi. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Yeah, Akane Banashi's goaded. Um, I'm reading that, like, obviously, Kawada's new well, series. Did that start this week? Yeah, that started this week, yeah. Yeah, it started this week. They got Phil Christie to letter oh, it. I'm so hyped. The time has come, and so have I. Ooh. <laughs> God, yeah, no, I'll, 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 I just need to get it back in the jump. I've read, like, well, no, I mean, I lied. I did read one issue of Jump, but that's only because it was the one that came with Detective Conan and, like, One Piece on the cover, so... I bought the issue in Japanese, so I might as well read it. So, like, I, I've read one chapter of Kanebanashi. I mean, I know the the darling PPP, even though that ended. Like, I've read one chapter of them both. I read chapter the chapter of Rui Dragon before it went on hiatus. <laughs> so, ah, uh, that must have been ages ago then. It was, yeah, it was like last year because it was again. It was the issue where you know Oda and Aoyama, Oda, not that one. I, I always have to say that. <laughs> um, like he read, they were had their interview. That the only reason I read that is because I bought it, so I might. Actually, well. that is that's Oda that one. Oh, oh, fuck. Yeah, that is Oda that one. <laughs> it is that one. Uh, okay, no, no, okay, wait, wait. It's Oda, not the Comey Oda. So you see, there's, there's, there's. I'm covering my oh, ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> the POV has shifted now that you you have not got to jump at all. I get it now. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I I have wanted to read uh, Akane Banashi because I've heard nothing but good things about it, and then. There was another series that I wanted to check out, but I don't remember. I mean, obviously, I need to catch up on a bunch of stuff, too, but... Was it Ichinose Family? Yeah, Ichinose Family, yeah. That was a one, like, a lot of people Is were telling me to read. Porn? <laughs> Not really. It's kind of a... It's a kind of a... It's Inception sorted out. Huh? I guess it's basically Inception now. Okay. I'm curious, but I don't I, know. I, I'm why. like the same. I'm I'm kind of like, do I want to get into that? Also, what was oh right, Cypher the, I was about to say the series that made a translator quit. I, I should read Cypher Academy. <laughs> Cypher Academy, <laughs> <laughs> Cypher Academy was is actually good, but I feel like it's more enjoyable in Japanese. Okay, so you're telling me that that, that I should try to translate it. No, they they have a translator, thank God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I haven't even read the last Hunter run. That's how bad it's been. Damn, oh, son. <laughs> so. I like, think you got it here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, at this point, like, Toga they said that Togashi's, like, I mean, they took Hunter Hunter out of, like, the on-break series in Jump, so who knows what's going to happen to it next. I feel like he's just going to get dumped on Jump Plus whenever he feels like publishing. Yeah, that, that makes sense. But anyway. That'd be kind of based, actually. Yeah. So. Let his ass rest. Yeah, I mean, Togashi's done enough. Yeah, right. One chapter every six months, and I'll be happy. Yeah, exactly. I don't know about that. I still need to catch up with that last batch. Yeah, same. Yeah. I haven't read the last batch either. Like, in that, and Hunter Hunter is like the one I thing in Jump that it, I. I haven't finished it. Hunter Hunter is like the one thing in Jump that, like, I have no ill feelings towards at all. <laughs> like, so. Is um... it because you, you read it with a th thesaurus next to you? <laughs> I think, oh my god! Uh, okay, wait, no, that's a lie because I I find Kurapika really boring. But that's a subject for another show. <laughs> it was, it's okay; he hasn't been there for a while. Good, 
Hate his ass. <laughs> but, oh, um, <laughs> but oh yeah, Sakaki. What about like elusive samurai? Yes, Matsui. Yes, uh, yeah, Matsui. Yeah, he's my bro. That's my bro. I, I need. I really need to catch up with that too. I mean, at this point, I'm just probably gonna wait for the anime to come out, and wherever the anime ends, I'll just probably just pick up from there. I'm pretty pretty much gonna do the same thing I'm doing with Oshinoko. So oh, I've been watching that. That, that I've been watching the double of that. It's it's good. Oh shit! Oh shit! No code. If you want to see my reaction, <laughs> there's a Ooh. there's a thing for that V Lord. Yes, it's on our Patreon, which we will talk about when we plug our stuff. Which V Lord been reacting? I, I guess so. Damn son, hit me up. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll do some stuff. I love that. Though, um, dude. but yeah. I guess um we should probably get out of here since we've gone on a dry tangent about. We've definitely <laughs> gone off into uh, tangent God. territory as as we want to do. Did you say tangier tangentero? <laughs> I don't don't tangentero. Don't, yeah, I think that's his name. I, I, I know he told me <laughs> oh my so. God. He, no, he works with them, right? <laughs> I think you know, skate with, this, with, this with... actually gave me an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm 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 okay with puns, but I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> then I've done my then my job here is done. <laughs> Anyways, really great finale. Excited for next season. And yeah, let's uh wrap out of here. So Laser, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter at LaserKidPrime. You can find my uh Tsunami Focus editorials over on uh Tsunami Faithful. And you can find me and V Lord both on the Tsunami Faithful podcast. And sometimes, sometimes on the V Lord Podcast Universe. We do a dumb weeds podcast together. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, when the when the mood is right, it's a little cheeky bit of dumb weeds. And Sakaki, where can people find you? You can find me at Kurobon on Twitter. Um, yeah, there's not much going on there though. But where the real fun is is at WSS Talkback on Twitter, where I talk about Shonen Sunday with. And we're the only twi- we're the only Twitter that talks about the entire magazine every week. Both in English and Japanese now. Thank you, Viz. Thank you. Um, Thank you, Viz. <laughs> so, like, um, yeah. I mean, and then you can also check out the blog, WSS Talkback at blogspot.com, where we have like interviews, translated interviews with authors, reviews of manga. The most recent thing was I wrote five different articles about the five new Sun and Sunday series. The hoping Viz will send me a pub at some point which would be super great. Um, and please take those, check those out because I didn't just write about this is what happens in this panel. I literally researched these writers, <laughs> researched what they did before, talked about what they did before, what you can expect from them now, and all of that stuff. So please check that out. Um, and if you're interested in writing about some of the Sunday stuff, it doesn't have to be something that's currently in Sunday. It can be something that ran in Sunday before. It can be an anime, about anime in Sunday. Um, and now with the Viz Vault, there's a lot more Sunday to read, so you can read something and say, I want to talk about it. Please hit us up at, by all means. We love having guest writers. Um, I guess it's Velor's podcast network, so he should talk about it. <laughs> the one thing I do outside of the podcast network is a good uh, uh, show with our good buddy Colton, Another Day, Another Adventure. It's a Dragon Ball podcast where if it's animated and it has Goku in it, we're probably going to talk about it at some point. And um I'm gonna have to hit you up on that one at some point. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, we're currently nearly 70 episodes in of the first Dragon Ball series, and it's been a great time. Like, 
um i you, you should definitely check that out like it's probably besides being on demon slayer podcast every fortnight <laughs> like it's the most fun i have like recording um i write for tsunami faithful too also every so often um and yeah that's where you can find me awesome and marion tell the people where they can find your beautiful voice uh i will tell you well you can find me on twitter first and foremost um my Twitter is at microwavy, the E is before the V. I have a, a, a link in my description, the card that has all my other projects. Um, sometimes I write for tsunamifaithful.com. Sometimes I write for Comics Beat. Um, shout out to Comics Beat for actually getting me in as press at Anime Expo. I will be there with um, Sakaki and B-Lord. So expect some, maybe some DSP over there. I don't know if we're going to actually talk about that or not. Maybe something else. But besides that, I also record with these good guys uh, Saturday Night Shoggy at Sat Night Shoggy on Twitter. It's a ShokakuCon podcast. I think Shokaku brought it up. But uh, yeah, the latest episode is out. It's uh, about the biz licenses that recently came up. Um, once again, I predicted the future because during the the Viz manga uh, subscription shadow drop, I brought up like, okay, so get Snowball Earth next, and then boom, next month, fucking Snowball Earth gets licensed. I am a fucking messiah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> besides that, we also do Oversouls, Shaman King podcast at Shaman King Pod on Twitter. And um, I'd have a new podcast solo thing, solo project on the works. Uh, I do have a, another co-host for it, but it's not either V-Lord or Sakaki's, but it's about uh, Korean manhwa. Uh, it's, the title is So You Wanna Read Manhwa? And uh, I'm, I'm very proud of that title. It's very funny. And uh, we're going to be reading basically like Korean webtoons uh, and stuff, but in that sphere, like um, stuff that's, that's been in, basically like in comic format that maybe they have like a web novel or a light novel or whatever. Our first episode has been recorded and so has our second. The first one is about solo leveling, so if you're a fan of that, definitely check that out. Uh, it's already recorded. I'm just uh, I'm waiting on some uh, some logo art uh, so that I can like spruce up the Twitter, make it look pretty and stuff. But uh, if you want to follow the Twitter, I already made it. It's at Soju Manhuapod, like Soju, like the drink S O J U, and Manhua like M A N H W A. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about this project, and uh, if you're fan of web, web comics, webtoons, or whatever, uh, definitely check it out. Um, I mean, comics are appealing, like, all over the world for different reasons, and, like, yeah, I mean, if, if you're a fan of manga, there's no reason not to try out manga. So, yeah, look forward to that. I, I'm, I'm aiming to get the first episode out before Anime Expo, so before, like, July 3rd or whatever. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, definitely follow all these folks. They're all wonderful people. As for myself, you can find me on Twitter at VLORGTZ. And then I write various things for MangaMavericks.com as well as TommyFaithful.com. So you can check out my writing over there. I also do a bunch of podcasts, though Marion and Laser have kind of mentioned all of them at this point. So go go check them out. You're welcome. Yes, thank you. You, you made less work for me. I know. I make you work a lot too, so it's okay. It balances out. <laughs> the world is at peace. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> But yeah, as far as the Demon Slayer podcast is concerned, though, you can find that on Twitter at Podcast and on the Tsunami Faithful website itself at TsunamiFaithful.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast. And you can also email us at Demon Slayer Podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to 
get even more stuff from us, you can join our Patreon over at patreon.com slash Universe, where for as little as $1 a month, you can get access to our release schedule, early access to episodes, bonus content, and stuff like that. So if you're interested in joining our growing community of patrons, go sign up. I was going to say, make sure to email and tell Lord how much you want me to be on more episodes. Yes, definitely do that. Yeah, I mean, if you want to hear more Marion and Sakaki on Demon Slayer podcast, yeah, let us know. And if you want any specific guests or any suggestions or feedback, yeah, email that to us too. But yeah, um, that does it for this episode. So we will see you guys later. Until then, keep your heart ablaze. Set your heart ablaze. And wait for the dub.